Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Huh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. I know how to run a hair salon, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. She's a small business owner, too, so she knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. take a peek into your children's bedrooms right this second, what would you find? Clothes piled high on the floor? The past year's school papers and projects, backpacks, empty cups and plates stacked on the nightstand? Maybe, though, you're lucky enough to have kids that take pride in their living spaces, and everything is in tip-top shape. Hi, everyone. I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 489, Six Ways to Clean Your Kid's Bedroom Once and for All. Because, let's face it, when our kids' bedrooms are cluttered and unkept, it trickles on out into the rest of the house, and busy families certainly don't need that. During the many long years I tried to get pregnant, We kept busy spending countless hours tackling home projects, redesigning all of our indoor and outdoor living spaces, and acquiring, well, stuff. I can't believe I'm going on record as admitting this, but not only did I organize my pantry closet alphabetically, I actually decorated for the seasons. And then it happened. We adopted our first child with less than a week's notice, and suddenly my life was a total whirlwind. And after waiting six years for this miracle of parenthood to finally grace us, exactly one year later, I delivered our second child, and in the blink of an eye, we had two more babies, giving us a family of four kids in four short years. I thought we had a lot of stuff before we had our kids. Wow, was I ever wrong. Gone were the days of having a crisper drawer full of color-coded fruits and veggies. Now, I was managing a plethora of diapers, formula, and a ton of baby paraphernalia. I couldn't care less about seasonal home decor. I just wanted to have a clear path from the kitchen to the bathroom without tripping on all our new baby and toddler claptrap. I wouldn't change the excitement of how our family finally came to be for anything, but I would definitely change how many baby items we purchased during those first few years. In plain and simple terms, we went overboard and ended up spending way too much time and money trying to manage our kids' clothing and other products. Somehow, I kept up with dozens of loads of laundry each week, and was able to weed through all their miscellaneous items at the end of the day. But once they became real active toddlers and preschoolers, trying to stay ahead of the tidy-up game seemed near impossible. 
25 years of parenting later, I've learned some smart and helpful ways to guide my eight kids in keeping their rooms as organized and clutter-free as possible. Here's the scoop on six ways to help your children stay in control of their stuff so they can enjoy their space and you can enjoy the serenity of a tidy home. Six ways to help your child maintain a clutter-free bedroom. One, regulate trash. Two, purge performance. Three, contain yourself. Four, toy rotation. Five, closets and clothing. And six, maintain the momentum. Here they are in closer detail. One, regulate the trash. It sounds simple because it is. One of the quickest ways to declutter a space is to walk through the area with a trash bag in tow and start trashing the trash. Remove empty containers and boxes, plastic cups, broken toys, stained and tattered clothing and shoes, rolled up tissues, half-used juice boxes, ripped magazines, worn-out backpacks. Anything that is pure garbage and has no use at all needs to go. Once you have a handle on those unnecessary items that are just taking up precious space, the room itself will look less overwhelming and you'll have a better handle on the important pieces of the room that you need to tackle next. Their must-have possessions, their school items, and their clothing. Get a fresh trash bin for your child's room and line it with a plastic bag for easy removal when it's full each week. This, however, should be determined by age-appropriate guidelines. For example, I never had small plastic bags in my toddler's rooms. I also nixed any eating in my kids' bedrooms. Walking into a room where dishes are strewn with half-eaten sandwiches, apple cores, and other stale surprises creates clutter. It also makes way for foul odors, hard-to-spot crumbs, and potentially little critters like ants and other things that you don't want hanging out in your child's room. When kids learn at a very early age that garbage belongs in the trash can and not lying around on an empty surface or casually thrown on the floor, they'll learn to take pride in their bedrooms and also be more responsible in keeping other areas of the house tidy as well. Tip number two, purge performance. One of my favorite ways to create order and harmony in my family's life is to cleanse and purge our living spaces. I find it so satisfying and therapeutic to eliminate the unnecessary items, paperwork, unused clothing, used books and toys, and dust catcher knickknacks that are just taking up both space and time and trying to care for them. As I mentioned earlier, before I had kids, I spent countless hours rearranging furniture, artwork, dried floral arrangements, ugh, and changing draperies when the mood struck me. I was basically a slave to my stuff. Eight kids later, sure, I love having a beautiful, comfy home for us to enjoy, but I'd much rather spend my free time enjoying an experience with my kids rather than shuffling our possessions from one spot to the next. And even more, I hope they realize how much nicer it is to have less clutter to worry about and more free time doing things they love instead of housekeeping tasks. In order to have a kid's bedroom become as fresh and manageable as possible, you need to devote a large chunk of time, even if it's a complete weekend, 
it'll be well worth it, to performing a massive purge. The rule of thumb is to create three criteria for the purge. One, decide on the absolute must-save items. Two, decide what you can donate. And three, decide what you're going to throw out. When my kids were younger, I made all the decisions on what would stay and go. As they got older, I included them in the process. We always started with the items we would trash. Once these items were out of the way, we got down and dirty in deciding what absolutely they couldn't part with. Some of these were sentimental items, favorite stuffed animals, treasured books, trophies, and awards. The rest of the items, unused games, toys, sports equipment, we donated. Then we tackled closets and bureaus for clothing. After several hours, the bedroom now contained only items and clothing that they'd be using and wearing. After the purge, it's the perfect time for a good old-fashioned deep cleaning. Dusting, sweeping, washing windows and mirrors, vacuuming, and freshening up the bed linens and curtains. There is no point in purging and decluttering only to reload what you'll be keeping in an unclean environment. As painful as the purging process may be for you and your child, once you've done this properly, it paves the foundation for the bedroom to be maintained much more easily. And the memory of all this work will hopefully remain with your child, so she'll be more apt not to let things get out of control again. Three, contain yourself. One of my favorite ways to store all my kids' possessions is in clear containers and bins even now that they're in high school and college. Toys, Legos, blocks, games, arts and crafts, school projects, seasonal clothing, prized awards and certificates, you name it. Today, these fabulous tools come in all shapes and sizes, and many are decorative as well as functional. If your child will be keeping some of his play items in his bedroom, do yourself a favor and contain them. Even if you leave the containers on storage shelves where he can easily find what he's looking for. The key is make it easy for your child and you to toss their stuff into the bins, making cleanup simple. Label each bin, if possible, with the type of stuff that goes in there. And use picture labels if your child can't read yet. In Psychology Today's Why Mess Causes Stress, Eight Reasons, Eight Remedies, Dr. Sherry Borg-Carter notes that messy homes and workspaces leave us feeling anxious, helpless, and overwhelmed. When we teach our kids to learn how to care for their things and stay organized in their living spaces, you'll be helping them to be less stressed and more focused. Number four, toy rotation. In raising our eight kids, You can imagine all the things we purchased over the years that we willingly brought into our home. Then add that to how many items our kids received as gifts during the holidays, for their birthdays, and things that were handed down to us. Staggering. One Christmas, my kids received enough gifts to literally fill a dozen large trash bags. The grandparents went a bit overboard. I donated a lot of the stuff because I knew they'd never use it all. And instead of putting the rest of the gifts out for them to use, I kept some out, but I stored the rest in clear bins in the attic. Throughout the rest of the year, 
I'd rotate the toys from the attic and into their toy room. It was as if they always had new toys to play with all year long. This works great in your children's bedrooms also. If you keep several toys and craft items set aside in storage bins and rotate them periodically into their bedrooms, you have instant entertainment because they'll always have something different to play with. And you'll keep the clutter down because half of your items will always be tucked out of the way. I truly believe this next tip is the deal breaker if it's not kept under control once you make the commitment to stay the course with helping your child to have orderly living quarters. And that's number five, closets and clothing. In our house, laundry and clothing is the majority of what we all spend time caring for. In my episode on laundry tips for large families, I share my favorite way to stay on top of laundry. Hint, it has to do with how you handle your newly dried clothes. I know when it comes to my own kids' bedrooms, clean and dirty clothes were the culprit in making their spaces look a lot messier than they really were. My kids all shared bedrooms growing up, so closet space was at a premium. I always invested in the typical closet organizers, dual rods which doubled the space, hangers, pull-out belt racks and hooks, shelf dividers, drawer inserts, hampers, and storage baskets for hats and extras. But the key was continually streamlining their clothing, so the closets and bureaus weren't always crammed with too much stuff. Kids outgrow their clothing and shoes so quickly. If we don't weed out what they've outgrown, or what's stained, or what styles they just don't want to wear any longer, closets and drawers continue to stay chock full of unused stuff. And before you know it, you and your kids haven't a clue what they've got anymore. Get your family into the habit of regularly cleaning out their closets so that you're not constantly shuffling laundry from one place to another, especially when they're no longer wearing most of it. When my kids were younger, toddlers through grade school, I purged their clothing quarterly. At the beginning of each season, I'd take a day and sort through all their outfits and store things for my younger kids or donate and chuck what we weren't going to use any longer. For my tweens and teens, we do this in the fall when they're heading back to school, right around the holidays and in the late spring. They do it themselves now, and their incentive is being able to purchase new outfits. Unless I see clothing getting removed that they no longer wear, I won't be replacing anything. When clothing and laundry are under control, your kids' bedrooms will be a piece of cake to maintain. Number six, maintain the momentum. Once you've achieved a kid's bedroom space that's delightfully purged, decluttered, and organized, the key is to maintain and keep it that way. There's nothing more discouraging than investing the time and effort and money if you've purchased any key organizing items into creating an easy breezy living space only to have it completely undone weeks or days later. When my kids were younger, we had a trash and tidy time every Saturday morning. We'd put fun music on and spend 30 to 60 minutes straightening out everyone's bedrooms from the week before. Now that I have tweens, teens, and college kids, everyone's schedule is a bit more complicated, including mine, so I have to rely on them to initiate keeping their spaces fresh and clean. Thankfully, because they've been brought up to take charge of their own rooms, they're pretty good about staying on task, but if I see that someone's room is in need of some TLC, 
I send them a friendly trash and tidy text reminder. And if that doesn't work, should they need to borrow the car or need another favor from mom? The answer is, sure, once your room is back in shape. How do you keep your child's bedroom in order? Share your thoughts with me in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy or you can interact with me and post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. You can also connect with me on Twitter at Mighty Mommy or please feel free to email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. If you have friends and family that would enjoy listening as well, I'd be so appreciative if you'd share the link to this podcast and refer them to the website, which is www.quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy. Here you'll find hundreds of archived episodes covering a wide variety of parenting and family-related topics. Wishing you and your children happy and clutter-free living spaces. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, everyone, happy parenting. I know how to run a hair salon, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. She's a small business owner, too, so she knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.